From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Well, thanks for inviting me into your home, your long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi, your parents' basement, your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Hello to all of you listening in on one of our affiliate stations, uh, the podcast, of course. For the podcast, incidentally, please check out TalkZone.com. Again, for the podcast, go to TalkZone.com. And, of course, we have to say hi to everyone watching the radio. Yes, I said watching the radio on our YouTube channel, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Please take a moment and hit the sub button. We're sitting at around 6,000 subscriptions. We, we, we really want to get up to 10,000 by the end of the year, and uh, time is slipping away quickly. Uh, a special how-do to all of our faithful supporters, of course, in the live YouTube chat room. However, and wherever you are listening, watching, be the warmest of welcomes, and I thank you for your fine company. Uh, again, a programming note next week on this transmission, transmission for the entire two hours, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn will be here to discuss his new blockbuster, Paradigm. Uh, every so often, an individual appears who can demonstrate the ability to access the dimension known as the Akashic Field. Uh, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is one such individual. He's best known as the last of the sleeping prophets. His quantum meditation style is often compared to a phenomenon demonstrated by the likes of Edgar Cayce, Ross Peterson, and Paul Solomon. Douglas demonstrates many abilities studied by noetic sciences, including clairvoyance, telepathy, energy healing, remote viewing, predictions, and prophecies. He is one of the select few able to demonstrate all of these abilities and even fewer who are considered a reliable information source. He is the author of Secrets of Life, The New Earth, The Complete New Age Health Guide, Gems of Wisdom, Conversations with the Akashic Field, and Avatar, The Secret Life of Jesus Christ. Douglas, welcome back. Oh, we just lost Douglas. All right, we're going to try and get him back. Maybe he needed a reminder that oh, although he's joining us on the, uh, the the Hangout on Air for our YouTube stream, he needs to be on the uh, the phone at the same time. Okay, <laughs> we will get him back in, in a moment. All right, so let me just uh, take a moment to remind you again, Conversations with the Akashic Field. Uh, I think the last time we had Douglas on, that's what uh, we talked about, and we'll touch on that, but we'll also... Open up the phone lines, and uh, we'll talk geopolitics, earth changes, of course. What's, you know, staring us in the face? What's coming at us like a freight train? And uh, why don't I give you those numbers now? 416-360-0740. That's the greater Toronto area. Again, 416-360-0740. And toll-free from just about anywhere, one 740 Again, toll-free, just about anywhere, 866-740-4740. And uh, we will take calls for Douglas Cottrell. Ian, any luck raising uh, Douglas again? Not yet. No. Go straight to voicemail. One sec. That's odd. All right. Something's awry in the Akashic field, my friends. We have lost the sleeping prophet, the man with x-ray eyes, Douglas Cottrell. 
All right, Ian is working diligently on the other side, trying to get him. If you're listening to us, Douglas, we're calling you, and the, and the uh, messages were going right to voicemail. All right. Hey, we didn't have a winner for this week's uh, remote viewing experiment. Let me just, uh, for those of you who missed it, this was our hidden object in the cigar box. It's a Stanley Cup. Oh, I'm going to show that one up there. Okay, there it is, that camera. And here's what's weird. In the uh, the live chat on YouTube, someone was mentioning the Toronto Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup. And uh, lo and behold, that's our object. All right, we'll uh, we'll try again next week for another chance to win uh, perhaps a uh, Volume 2 of my Strange Planet CD. Uh, or you can always check out uh, our fabulous Conspiracy Show merchandise, mugs, T-shirts, hoodies, phone cases at uh, our merch store, online merch store, theconspiracyshow.com, theconspiracyshow.com. I tell you what, why don't we open up the phone lines while we're waiting for Douglas, and uh, we can get people lined up if they have uh, questions for him, if there's something they'd like him to remote view, not to uh, forget that Douglas is also a medical intuitive, and um, I'm not sure if he's prepared to do that tonight, but we'll see if we can press him into service. Or if you have questions relating to uh, earth changes and so forth. Let me just throw it around the horn. Albert, I know you're a, a, um, a, a remote viewer in training, so to speak. You're on this mic over here. What do you want to know from uh, Douglas Cottrell? <laughs> oh, it, I guess this one's asked a lot. The, the lottery numbers. We're up to 20 million for 649. I don't think he's going to do that you, because you know you can't. When it comes to this sort of thing, there is this sort of this. I don't know if it's kind of the karma, the cosmic court that doesn't allow you to take advantage of that sort of thing. I'm guessing that's what he's going to say. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, okay. You want? What about in terms of Earth changes um, or geopolitics? Uh, yeah. You see. See, I, I try not to try to get too wound up about that. Maybe some something like, what's the good news? If you ask him if there's any good news, like when uh, that uh, announcement that Tom DeLonge made, like where's the free energy or something like that? Like what's uh, you know blocking that? What's the obstacle? Tom DeLonge, to formerly of Blink 182, who uh, has been working sort of behind the scenes trying to bring about uh, UFO disclosure. We were expecting a big announcement, and nothing has happened. Yeah, it's just sort of another letdown. All right. I think <laughs> we what, have... What's a, the good news? I guess I'd ask What's the good that. news? All right. Uh, we have uh, finally been joined by uh, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hey, Douglas, how are you? I'm fine. Just a little panicked here, pressing the... Trying to get the phone buttons to work. Uh, I was listening to the show, and all of a sudden, poof, <laughs> I disappeared. I but said I'm something... I'm fine tonight. It, wonderful. Uh, uh, this weather is, is really strange. But uh, uh, we're all hanging together again. The world seems to be falling apart, doesn't it? Well, if you listen to the news, it does. Um, I mean, when I when I look, here's we can get into the weather now because you know, we, yes, we had some some horrible hurricanes. Uh, you know, we had Irma and we had was it Jake? Uh, we had a number of hurricanes. Maria, uh, yeah, yeah. But my, my gosh, Douglas, it's hurricane season, and it's actually been about a dozen years since we've had any. Anything I think above um, a, f- a three or a four actually make landfall in the continental United States. So we're kind of overdue for these, don't you think? Well, coincidentally, I wrote a book in 2011 and said that uh, Florida and the Caribbean would be hit with tornadoes on both sides of Florida, one after the other. <clears throat> and it took from 2012 till now to happen. 
so a little little quiet self promotion there on, on my new <laughs> art book. But uh, some of the other things that are happening, the, the heat wave that's going on in Spain uh, is absolutely horrendous. They're running out of water. Uh, you know, I mean, the argument can be said, yeah, we're going through this uh, cycle every so many years, uh, and it's probably true. But uh, I don't think it's uh, it's not it's not like a cycle where we're going to go through it and and we're going to go back to normal. The ice caps are uh, are um, melting uh, at a huge rate, which is destabilizing the Earth. And I've talked about in previous shows uh, why that's happening on your show, that is to say, mm-hmm. about the mantle, uh, the molten center of the Earth heating up, causing this, this heat wave rating up, heating the oceans and then heating the continents. Uh, with all this uh, nuclear testing going on in North Korea, I think that we're going to have more earthquakes because the crust of the Earth is destabilized. And the last thing it needs is some kick in the pants with some uh, atomic or nuclear explosions going on, you know, deep inside the Earth. So there's all these elements going on, but, uh, you know, thank God we live in Canada. Uh, but i got to say, we talked on your show a long time ago when you said, Douglas, you have this center in Hamilton on Hamilton Beach. What are you doing there? You said that <clears throat> Lake Ontario is going to rise, and now all the scientists are, are agreeing with that. And this recent spring or so, summer, it actually has happened where all the houses on the beach were suffering uh, gigantic uh, flooding in the basement. And my theory is that it was coming back through the storm sewers and pushing the water up through the basement, certainly cracks in the center at Many Mansions Spiritual Center that was happening. But, uh, you know, there's Lake Ontario. And I can remember when I was in high school, people were predicting, um, golly, you know, like the lakes are going to, they're going down at a tremendous rate. <clears throat> they're going to be... They're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to lose the lakes. The lakes are going to disappear. Well, that, that's that's the extreme. I'm making that up, but uh, there were there were serious people saying that the lakes were evaporating. You know, what are we going to do? Water shortages. So, from then till now, and by the way, I was in high school in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> Not to date yourself. <laughs> anyway. Vietnam War, Beatles, you know, motorcycles and stuff like that. But I anyway. have seen pictures with you with with long hair. Yes, did you see that? I Isn't did. That cool? That's on my website. And and by the way, uh, you know, uh, for the people out there listening, uh, we you participated very graciously in, in some uh, documentary uh, footage that we put together. And um, uh, I, I, I want to thank you. You know, give you a shout out and say that you uh, were very eloquent, very uh, very direct. You got that up on the website very quickly. You just started this project, and it's and you've got some serious footage up there on on DouglasJamesCatrell.com already. Quick turnaround. This is true. We have lots of viewers, and uh, so far there's only been a couple of death threats. <laughs> 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 uh, but no, I, I've, it's been uh, it's been very well received, and uh, uh, that fellow Ed uh, that came up from New York to uh, to do the filming for us was a uh, professional, and uh, Doug Doug learned um, from him how to do some editing, we, and he gave us a fantastic program to, to edit. And uh, with Doug, my son Douglas, with a super talent, voila, there we are. But you know, do you remember how we first met? I mean, you know, I was uh, I was producing a talk show. Uh, the music is coming up. We'll come back, but uh, very quickly, I was producing a talk show at another radio station. Uh, the host was uh, John Hesslink, and um, 
I can't remember exactly whether you called me or whether there was a publicist that you had at the time that was pitching uh, a psychic. And I thought, oh boy, here we go again. And um, I was kind of hesitant at first. And I remember listening to that very first show, my little uh, apartment on sh- just uh, south of Bloor on off of Sherburne here in Toronto. And just you blew my mind. Anyway, we'll pick up on that when we come back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. The man with x-ray eyes, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Question everything. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is with us. We're talking earth changes, among other things. Uh, I wanted to, before we go to the phones and... uh, People are lined up uh, as we anticipated to talk to you, Douglas. Uh, first of all, are you going to take any sort of medical intuitive type questions? Well, you're the host. Whatever you like, you direct. Um, we, we would like to people, you know, it gets a little boring when people ask uh, questions about their health. I mean, it's boring to the audience. It's, it's, an, it's intriguing when I do things, but that's up to you. Uh, certainly people can uh, contact me, you know, for for. Uh, on a professional basis later if they if they have some concerns uh douglasjamescottrell.com but uh it's up to you uh, it's wide open tonight we haven't done this for a while no, we usually have some fun doing this and uh, we'll take a few medical questions but i think yeah earth changes i think is uh, and and geopolitical uh the geopolitical scene is is sort of at the forefront speaking of earth changes let me get back i want to ask you about these fires these wildfires well i'll put those in parentheses some are suggesting that these aren't wildfires i want to read an email here this is from walter who is right in the heart of it he says as of right now my hometown of sonoma california is on fire as well as napa santa rosa and surrounding cities they all started around 9 30 p.m that would be pacific time and then he says, here is a link to a fireball report in the sky the night all the fires started, which I believe was uh, around the 13th. The official meteor site, which is um, amsmeteors.org, amsmeteors.org. Now, he says this is the official meteor site. I don't know that it is. Uh, but all these reports of fireballs in the sky coinciding with these fires in Napa Valley and Santa Rosa and Sonoma and so forth. What do you make of these wildfires? What's going on, and are they meteorites causing these? Well, I never, I, I've been so busy with a lot of other things. Uh, I, I predicted earlier uh, on my uh, social media that there was going to be uh, disasters with water and fire at the same time. And that intellectually, when I listen to the things I say, because I'm in this uh, quantum meditation state when we do these uh, sessions and, and look forward, it, to me, it's, uh, uh, I question always, and I go, like, how can that be? I remember once uh, I, I was saying that there were going to be six uh, sunspots in a, in a straight line show up on the sun, and I thought, no, nah, that can't be. And then it happened a couple of months later when, it, when it's still out on NASA photos. There they are. So I haven't put my mind to the cause of this, but I do know that uh, uh, if I can say helps on the way, I got the feeling today that there's going to be moving, uh, cold fronts are going to be moving in, the uh, um, the uh, jet stream is going to drop further south, and and there's going to be some uh, some salvation for these uh, wildfires. But I never ever looked at a cause. I just thought, well, here we go again. California is always, if you've ever been to California in the dry season, and you're from Canada, 
uh, and you see everything green just about all the year round. When you go to California and you see everything like this, this uh, brown, dry brown, like, and and you just touch the grass and it crumbles in your hands. Uh, that's when the the uh, seriousness of these fires that start on the on the sides of hills and go rearing up about them. Now, when I'm talking, chatting up here, I'm, I'm looking and I, I don't see things coming out of the sky, but I do see red spots or dots in the sky. So uh, I'm going to say it could be meteors that I'm looking at, but it, it could have been something else. I don't know. I don't. I don't see like usually I see a meteor coming in straight and striking the ground smack like that. But these are just red dots I'm looking at in the sky, so I'm, I'm going to have to say could have been could have been lightning or could have been fireballs or lightning balls, uh, ball lightning. All right. With so much going on in the world, Douglas, are you having fitful dreams lately because there's so much tumultuousness in the world? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, people ask me, I think you've asked me before how I do it, and it's true. My life is full of uh, um, horrific visions and scenes. That's why I wrote the book, uh, first, uh, The New Renaissance, 2012 and beyond, and then we rewrote it and expanded it, called it The New Earth. And many, many, many of the uh, predictions are coming through, uh, coming true, including what happened in Syria. And this is over a period of years, and uh, they're, so if anybody wants to know, have a, have a look forward, and they want to truthfully have a look uh, at what's going on and not be uh, too depressed, because out of this, some, really, some good's going to happen. Uh, when I was in Spain in 2011, I did, I had 11... 11? No, no, sorry. In 2011, it was an 18-page article in which I forecast all the things that are going on in Spain right now. And I took a little flack for it. I was staying with some people. They were they were lawyers, and they said, Douglas, or more like Douglas, you know, nada, nada. Uh, in other words, what you're saying is not going to happen. You know, riots in the street, people being beat up by the police, sort of Franco kind of mentality again. And, uh, divisions and separations and Barcelona had a dream where, uh, it, uh, the whole city was surrounded by two lakes, one on either side. And I had never been there. Uh, when I was there later, I found there were two rivers on either side that when the Mediterranean is going to flood and now the official announcement in Spain is that the Mediterranean will rise between five and 15 meters. Like I had said, I had said San Sebastian will be underwater, which is in the north, by the way. And, uh, it's all happening. And that's documented uh, in the Antar magazine uh, from 2011 or so. So uh, recently, and I don't want to get into too many politics, but uh, but I had a dream where uh, President Trump was standing on a podium. There was a great big window, arch window to his left behind him, and I heard him say, I can't see. And then he repeated it again, I can't see. And in a dream, uh, you know, you have that intellectual observance, and then you have that passive intuition watching. And I thought, oh, it's because the window light is coming in, and he can't read the teleprompter, uh, teleprompter or his notes. And then when I woke up, I thought, oh my God, something else is going to happen to him. Maybe oh, a stroke or something like dear. that. But uh, you know, I got dreams about uh, um, what's going on with uh, the weather. I go, I, my friends are in Florida, when, and I have dreams about people passing. I've been to three funerals this last week. So it's kind of like um, the psychic newspapers, and, uh, and, and when you, this is what I do for people. I always look forward. I'm truly a prophet. In other words, I see things that are of all levels, from the mundane, you know, fires and floods and politics, through to uh, wars and uh, 
what's going on in the, the spiritual uh, contest that's taking on in the world. And there's so much hate now. People are killing their children. They're killing each other. And uh, where is it all going? Well, it has to go to some positive conclusion. And as I had said on your show before, I said the military aren't going to be the transgressors. They're going to be the ones coming to our rescue. And look what happened in Houston and Miami and uh, you know, and Louisiana. The military is the first well-equipped, uh, well-organized uh, unit of people. It's what they do best. It really done. is. It's what they do best. That's right. Save uh, lives rather than take them. I want to ask you, you mentioned Syria, and I know it's not. it hasn't been in the news. Uh, it's going to be pushed off the front pages because of everything else that's going on. But what did you You mentioned that you had talked about Syria in uh, the New Renaissance uh, book. Or yeah, came I, out I had of, said that uh, out of Syria there was going to come this, this wave of terrorism, and it was going to, you know, a lot of bad stuff was going to come out of there. And that uh, there wouldn't be any war, but it was going to be, uh, in other words, it was going to be a world war, but it would be, out of Syria would be the hotbed, and that's exactly what happened. And that book was written when? Uh, it'd be 2000, we started to write it in 2009 or 10 when we did the research and reading, so it's been, from, it was published in, uh, as a new renaissance in 2010, I believe, and then came out as the new earth, and, and uh, no, it was published in 2011, and then a new earth came out in uh, 2013. Right. Um, but and we have lots of people who have gone through that thing trying to prove me wrong. I, I humorously say, uh, when they ask me about the amazing Randy and his million dollar, uh, prove it to me, and I say, call him up and tell him, give me the money. <laughs> you know, he'll never do it. And, uh, I mean, I remember I'm going to give Ross Peterson a compliment because I put that to Ross Peterson a long time ago. I said, why don't you take this guy on and show him? And he said, oh, he probably doesn't have the money anyway, quote unquote. And so I learned not to be too distracted, but, uh, uh, in, in the book, we were prompted, you know, uh, uh, by, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a very religious, spiritual man. I believe Mother Mary watches over me. I believe Jesus is, is guiding me. I believe, uh, that we all have an immortal soul and that, you know, the higher levels, uh, of the consciousness, this is what quantum meditation is all about, is touching upon those higher levels. It's not like transcendental meditation and, and uh, plantic meditation and other things that have different purposes. It's, it's a, um, it's a purpose to address and get a hold of the Akashic field, the Akashic records, which lo and behold, the scientists are coming out and saying, yes, the little particles have a, have a memory or they have, a, they have some influence of thought. And, uh, oh my goodness, goodness, there is this place that, you know, scientists said, are coming out and saying there is this place called the Akashic field, this, this place that we would call the middle heavens or, or the, the heavens above. It's referred to, Jesus referred to him in the Bible as I go to prepare a place for you, uh, you know, and, uh, and many mansions, uh, referring to other dimensions or, or heavens or a place for us in the heavens above. So there is this real place that we're now tapping into, and because of the Internet and social media and devout people, people who are serious, open-minded people, they're beginning to see, like, yeah, this guy Cottrell can see the future, not just once or twice, but seems to be doing it like a thousand times. So the, for, the, the, the future is foreseeable if you develop your spiritual abilities which you are inherent, and you know it says in Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve. Um, there's a, a, st- a statement which rules my life, which says, "Brother, and I will not have you ignorant of the spiritual gifts." And then it goes along and delineates uh, what these spiritual gifts are. 
which means that we all have this ability. I know you've demonstrated some on, on in past experiments we've done on your show. You have a touch of that. Uh, Albert is, is developing himself very well. And as people begin to come and see these prophetic dreams, remember in, in, in Revelation it said, uh, or somewhere there, it was said, old men will come forth uh, and uh, uh, seeing visions, and, and young men will come forth having dreams and dreaming dreams. And that's where we are now, because we're in such a time. Well, w I want to talk about North Korea, and uh, we're coming up on a break here. Let me ask you now, and we'll okay. once I don't see I don't see any war. Uh, the, the more the rhetoric goes on, the more it empowers uh, this this man, uh, this maniac, to uh, uh, develop uh, his nuclear weapons. He's still. China will never, ever take the umbrella protection off him, no matter what it says, what it seems to be publicly. I have never seen any uh, aggression by uh, North Korea, uh, meaning where they're firing missiles. I, I don't think that. He's extorting money from his own people. Uh, he is a true dictator, and those poor people in North Korea, uh, they have no idea what's going on in the outside world. And I can't say that like there is no idea. What I mean to say is, you know, they don't have the advantages we do, but they've been, they're full of propaganda, and they cannot say anything otherwise. Serious bad things happen to them. Do, do you see someone within Kim Jong-un's circle taking him out? That might happen, because he's such an egomaniac, such a young guy. Uh, the older fellows are there. I can see a group of five, four or five of them. Right now I'm looking at them. They're sitting around a table, and they're, like, putting little white pieces of, like, they, let me say they look like, Round pieces of bone or checker on the table, and I think they're uh, they're they're like uh, casting lots. Who's going to do this? Oh, that's oh, really? something I've just seen right now. I, I've, I, but I've never seen any any aggression outside. What I do, what I think is going to happen to his country is that setting off these nuclear uh, explosions is going to cause massive uh, earthquakes. You know, right after he did that, there was this earthquake in in Mexico in Central America, I should say. So the earth is the earth is just so fragile, and so he might take uh, he might take out a lot of uh, of his own country. This is interesting. So you've just had this vision just now, just now where it appears five, they're, they're, they got those funny hats on. They're sitting around a table, it's dark all around them, and they're like throwing white pieces or something. It looks like bone or or a white white piece of marble or, or a checker shape looks square shape actually and i'm wondering if they're casting uh, if that's interpreting that if they're casting lots to take them out to see which one of them will do the deed and take right. out kim jong-un interesting all right we'll keep a close eye on that you heard it here first dr well, douglas james cottrell is with us uh, we'll open up the calls and uh, take those calls next when we return don't go away providing the evidence and letting you draw your own conclusions. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Douglas, did you see the uh, the front page of the National Post the other day? The big, uh, blaring red headline that said Code Red, and then underneath that we have uh, these images of missiles being dropped from the air. One of the uh, They're highlighting the stories that are inside the edition. So you've got code red across the top, and then one of the stories inside is called Kaboom Times. Another one is Visions of Annihilation. Another one is Are We Ready? Uh, again, these are all talking about North Korea and the, and the possibility of nuclear war. I haven't seen, well, I wasn't around during the missiles, missiles of October crisis of 1962, but it's starting to feel that way. 
Well, bad news sells, uh, and people are making a ton uh, of these stories that are scaring uh, the heck out of people. Uh, I did not see the newspaper. Uh, I just haven't had time to read. I get usually my my news by listening to your show, Richard. <laughs> just like we rehearse, Douglas. <laughs> So, uh, no, I haven't heard, but, uh, it's the same as when, uh, when the CN Tower went up, and I was around for the, uh, Cuban missile things, and that was pretty scary. I was a kid, uh, I was about 13 or 14, and, uh, it was like, uh, oh my god, we were like biting our fingernails. And, uh, it, you know, when you look back, it was two guys facing off, a lot of rhetoric going back and forth, and Kennedy drew a line in the sand. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, it was scary, and I mean, I grew up with uh, with teachers telling us how to hide under our desks in case there was an atomic uh, bomb. I had a Sunday school teacher telling me if, if an atomic explosion happened, he'd run out in the street so he could uh, be annihilated and meet Jesus. And I'm going like, oh my God! But yes, it's getting back there. This, uh, you know, remember the Mayan calendar said that uh, in 2012, December 2012, it would be a change of an age. And I, I said, you and I have had discussions on the air, that it didn't mean on that day that that was going to be, you know, like uh, walking through a door. It was like the beginning was, of a countdown clock. Right, and here we are. And the world, you know, from from 2012 to 2017, just five years later, oh my God, how different has it been. And we are in chaos, which is something that Casey and Peterson and myself have been using that exact world word that the world would be in a state of chaos. So it does sound like uh, back in the missile crisis, it does sound uh, like in the Vietnam War, there was a lot of stuff going on every night. It was people living in fear. And of course, I think it was Jesus said, in the future, there will be wars and rumors of wars. And so we're a warlike people. You know, the, the world has a lot of bad in it. And it's the, it's the people who decide to do good, uh, the forces of light, uh, the people who uh, not only not only believe and are devout in their faith, but actually practice it. Because there's a lot of hypocrites out there that say one thing and do something else. But the people who are devout, uh, the people who are out there trying to help and change the world when there's a catastrophe, everybody rushes down uh, like they have in the, in the uh, Caribbean to help people. It's just, this is the spirit that's within us. So... The fear of the bombs coming down, there's a lot of people making a lot of money, big, big money with fake news, with scary news, with uh, all kinds of really bad stuff out there. But uh, this is where I try to say to people, as the Dalai Lama has said, you know, we, we have to curb our anger. We have to live in somebody else's shoes. But look yourself, look through your higher mind, through meditation or dreams, and you'll find where to move. You'll find, you know, if you're in a difficult spot, spot you'll see the future you'll be given direction because there are such things as angels out there jesus spoke to them and i've spoken to them or have dreams of them you whenever you go uh into a situation you will be warned or given some sort of heads up and whether you listen or not well that depends on that is directly what's going to happen to you all right let me grab a quick call here before we go into the next break sean is in sean is in washington sean welcome to the conspiracy show is that washington dc Hello, Sean. Are you there? I think we lost Sean. I hope I'm not boring people here. (laughs) Are you there, Sean? Here we go. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Are you in Washington, D.C. or the state of Washington? I'm in the state of Washington in Seattle. Okay. Thanks for checking in. Your question, comment for Douglas Cottrell. Uh, By the way, thank you for having me on the show. And it's uh, thanks 
Douglas Cottrell for all the information that you provided because it's helped me out over the years. You're welcome. Um, but my question was mainly, what was uh, was there going to be a lot of like different types of, uh, I guess, changes, I guess, uh, environmentally? Like I heard there was a lot of flooding that was going to happen around this area, and I was wondering if I was going to have like a lot of purpose there or not. Well, I've, I've had uh, people from your part of the world ask me, uh, you know, if you're up high, Seattle and, and the West Coast, I've never been there, seems to rise up out of the, out of the ocean pretty quickly. So there, there will be flooding because uh, the, the, the oceans are rising. Scientists are proving it. I was on Richard's show 20 years ago or more or less, something in there, talking about this, and now people are proving it. So if you're, I see, okay, specifically for yourself, I see you look, you look like you're sitting on an island. You're up high. It's like a big hill coming out of the water. So does that sound where you kind of live? You're, you're up high? And is the yeah, water yeah. Uh, around you like that? Yeah, a little bit. There's a lake uh, to the west of us. Okay, so you're going to be high and dry, is the words I just heard right now. So you're going to be okay, but the water will be all around you. And that image I just had was uh, was where you are and then progressing a little forward into the future. All right, Sean, okay. thank you for checking in. And um, I look forward to speaking to you again from the great state of Washington. All right, we are uh, heading into a break. When we come back, we'll get to Gail in Vancouver and Brandon, also in Washington, Shirley Ann in Toronto and others. I also want to talk to you about uh, decertifying, decertifying the Iran nuclear deal, and maybe we can talk about the future of Hollywood, as uh, wow. things seem to be crashing down over there as well. Many okay. are saying thank God for that. Back with more of my conversation with Canada's Edgar Casey. Stay with us. Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. All right. Time is flying here. Let's uh, work in a call, and I've got questions as well. Let's say hi to Shirley Ann in Toronto. Go ahead, Shirley Ann. Hi, Doug. Hi, Shirley. How are you? I'm wide awake. And I... <laughs> At this late time of night, what are you doing up? What can well, I do for you? I'm, I was waiting to talk to you. When okay. are you going to come back to Toronto? You know, for one of your sessions. Uh, we have, it's after February. We'll be making some big changes, and more. We'll have more order. The things that have been holding us back in the last little while uh, will probably be over in February. But uh, we have a lot of callers waiting. So, uh, what can okay. I do for you tonight, Shirley? I'll get right to it. Okay, Doug, I have a problem. My husband has been diagnosed with um, krill or krill disease. Have you ever heard of it? No. Also, he has a heart problem. He just started passing out. He's never been sick before. Okay, I see a restriction in the top of his heart, like somebody's pinching the valves or the uh, um, artery. It's not a carotid artery, but it's, it looks pink and white, but it's got a pinch in it, like somebody's got a little piece of string or a rope pulling around it. Uh, I would think this is something like a um, uh, uh, the membrane that surrounds the heart is pinching on the artery, and that's pulling, uh, pull, it's choking the artery. So it might, it's a little bit of surgery. He could do some stretching exercises. I see him with his hands over his over his head, pulling himself up, trying to get this the sheath underneath. It's like a it's like if, if he went and had somebody give him some fascia massage, that the, the fascia is between the, the skin and the muscle. That might relieve it without surgery. But otherwise, it looks like he's going to have to have a little bit of surgery. He's All right. Oh, Shirley Ann, thank you, and our, our prayers oh, go no. to you and your husband. We Our oh. prayers go to you. 
Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, Brandon is in Washington. Is that Washington State or Washington, D.C., Brandon? Uh, Washington State. All right, and your question. Um, I had a question about um, uh, my karma and how to fix it. Like, um, do I have some kind of, like, horrible karma that's causing me problems in my life? Or Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody does. Uh, here's how you tell. If you have the same situation coming up over and over again with different people, and you've tried everything but one thing, and that one thing you don't want to do because you're just afraid, scared, it will be difficult, whatever, that's exactly how you get rid of that karma. It's the same event coming up over and over again with different people. It'll be almost identical. Uh, and then, like, let's, for instance, somebody will come and, and uh, you'll be walking down the street and somebody will come out and scream at you because your dog's walked on their lawn. And then somebody else will come and scream at you because you're, you're just walking past your house. I'm, I'm being simplistic, but I'm trying to be fast. So the way around that is to go and tell the person off or to go or, or go get the go get a policeman and go back or or get another person and go and try to make peace with them or something so but it's the one thing that you do not want to do that you'll avoid if you don't want to take somebody to court and people keep stealing from you over and over and over again then you have to you know bite your tongue and take the next step and take people to court no matter how difficult it is. Brandon, what's the one thing difficult karma? Brandon, what's the one thing you're afraid to do that may be the cause of of, of this or or the one thing that's preventing it from stopping? That's I'm not really sure. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, it's again, if, if tell me what the specific is and I'll tell you what you can do. I'm I'm not really sure. I've had uh, quite a bit of difficulty with some confusions and things that I think I've imagined have happened in my life that may not have been going on, and I'm, okay. I'm just okay, well then, lost. Then, then the thing is, you become Sherlock Holmes and you prove out your imagination. You know, you think people are talking about you, you go up and you say, do I have a problem, do you have a problem with me, are you ta talking about me? That'll be difficult to do, but this has become, that's what the words come to mind, be like Sherlock Holmes, prove it out even though it'll be difficult. And uh, you're just a sensitive guy. But uh, this happens to a lot of people where they think things are, are are going on behind their back or around them. The way to handle it is you confront. That's your karma, confront. You go up and you say, okay, let's prove this out. So, uh, you know, did I offend you somehow or can you help me? Uh, you know, did I get you angry or did I do something? You know, please let me know and I'll correct. Okay. All right. Out and your karma will vanish. Brandon, good luck with that. All the best. Right. Let us know Thank how you. it goes. Thank you. I want to ask you about, obviously, the, a couple of things. Uh, obviously, the huge news, this horrible massacre in uh, Las Vegas. People are, it's wild speculation. Uh, reports of uh, one, multiple shooters. We had a, a, an eyewitness who survived uh, the, uh, the shooting only to die. This was a 28-year-old mother of a, a three-year-old, I think. Uh, who died of a seizure just after surviving this horrific thing. She wrote everything down. She swears there were multiple shooters chasing people through casinos and so forth. What, what, do, what do you see, Douglas? More than I, one shooter? Uh, when I was putting my mind towards that, uh, because on CNN and other places, they were saying the, the police can't find a motive. I saw this man sitting up there laughing, and I saw him, uh, he's very calculated, and uh, what he wanted to do was to accomplish just that, that it was a big game. He wanted to prove that he had got, had covered all the bases so that nobody would know why he would have done this. Uh, I can see people uh, crouched down carrying ammo boxes, so he did have some help, but I don't think there was a second shooter. All right. 
Uh, let me ask you about the other big story, and that is uh, this this. Well, a monster, really. Yeah. Harry Weinstein in, in Hollywood. People are saying, uh, you know, conservative commentators predicting that this is going to be historic in terms of, you know, finally the the, the Justice Department in the United States, the FBICA, are really going to start digging around in, in, in Hollywood. Uh, you know, this land of hypocrisy where all of these actors, the Ben Afflecks of the world and, and, and uh, Jane Fondas who are, you know, lecturing other people now, they're getting their comeuppance because they were silent in the face of this horrible, horrible um, activity that was going on there, the abuse and rape of women. What's going to happen in Hollywood? Well, first of all, this is how it always is. Uh, you know, a wise man once said there are, uh, there are three things that can never be hidden and that is the sun, the moon, and the truth. If you look in life, and you'll see it even now, with not, if you go back not too long ago, you'll see there were a lot of people who were defrauding uh, people out of their uh, money, uh, bogus uh, investors. Bernie Madoff, yes. Yeah, they got caught. So this is the same thing. Now, the, the, the reality is it's, when, when we get that feeling of outrage about how this man could do it, we have to say, let's put ourselves in the position of somebody in show business who had to deal with this man. Because at the rich, at the highest levels, and some of the richest people in the world are monsters. And they can get away with everything because they use lawyers to silence people. They use lawyers like weapons. And those lawyers, you know, somebody referred to one of them a little while ago as the Darth Vader of lawyers, you know, uh, not willing now to help this man, uh, to rep- represent this maniac. But the point is that, yeah, it's, it, this is the comeuppance here. The people who have been silent suffer. This is why it's always better, no matter what the risk. Uh, I've been asked, why do you, why do you do the things you do? I, I, you know, I tend to speak up. Uh, and I know you've had other guests on your show who have said things like they should have, they could have, you know, but they, for their own reasons, they didn't, but they felt bad about something. And, I, and I'm, I'm not going to be specific here. But the point being is that when you see something, go and do something about it because this is your karma. Do not say, uh, well, he didn't do anything bad to me, so I'm, you know, I, I can't help you. Or, uh, well, um, I, I, you know, I don't want to get involved. Those are those are the statements or those are the attitudes that the people in Hollywood were covering, you know, using to cover up, but also greed, uh, you know, and and people who would be in showbiz. This man had the ability to to cut people off at the knees and 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 crucify them and and just sever their career. And when you're in the show business world, it's like no other world. It's it's different than business, but uh, the glamour and all those things that go along. There's always a that you know, casting couch and whatever, it's always been out there. But when something is horrible and enough people see it, you know, I, there was a, I can't remember the, the man who said it, but there's a famous quote uh, that says, only when things get so bad, only when, when things get so bad, that's when good men speak up that it'll end. And this is exactly what's happening. This is, this is going to go on. It'll go on for a while, and you're going to find you know, some people you thought were upstanding citizens were all of a sudden, whoa, they had their hand in the cookie jar, too. Right, right. Oh, this, this is going to go, this month. goes much deeper. Uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. On, the, the casting couch and the intimidation. No, I'm talking the, about pedophilia in Hollywood. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. And that, that's the big, that is the, the tough nut to crack, but that's coming next, we hope, that they're going to uncover I, that, I, because this place is just, it's just evil. I believe. Well, I, I think you're right. You you go to Hollywood and you'll see people who are.
starving on the streets and people who have gone down there, you know, trying to be starlets and end up being sex slaves. Uh, it's just, uh, it's uh, the den of inequity is, is, is there because of the glamour and the, and the, the fortunes that can be made. Right. Uh, overnight, people go from, from almost nobody to a superstar because of Hollywood. Let me grab a quick call here. Todd is in New Brunswick. Todd, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Well, he kind of stole my thunder. I was going to ask him about the, uh, the shooting in Vegas, but to, to be clear, he's saying one shooter? I, I only I saw question. one. I saw him up there laughing and playing a game, but I, I, I saw people crouching around carrying ammo boxes. So, In other words, he had help, but he was the, one, he was the only one pulling the trigger. Makes you wonder right. if help yeah. sometimes might be the, the, uh, the guy that stands next to the sheriff from the FBI, who's John Podesta's uh, father-in-law. Is his father-in-law interesting one? Another one on Kim Kim Young Jung. Um, I have always had thought of a theory as, as you know he's being put up to this by like China or somebody else or whatever, and maybe the end of game of this is to uh, somehow present or to, to show people that maybe Trump is crazy. So let's say uh, Kim Young Jung fires a missile. Uh, they in turn uh, go to the president. They say uh, something's on its way. They don't know the destiny of it. They only got 10 minutes. He says, get me the football. They give him the football. He puts the codes in, and then they don't take the order. Kim Young-jung then blows a missile up, says it was a dud. And now, in the meantime, Trump is exposed as being the guy that was going to create Third World War. Do you see anything well, like that? Um, that's very interesting and very creative thinking, but so I, you know, I, I tend to observe things and, and try to keep my emotions uh, out, of, out of it. I'm a Canadian so when I talk about American politics, I always remind my friends that oh, I'm a Canadian. You know, I, uh, Mr. Trudeau is our guy sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, the point being is that, um, yeah, I thought you'd like that, Richard. Uh, uh, there are serious, uh, your country has serious warriors and serious military people who are very, very highly trained. If anything went off the coast there, that's why all those warships are over there, and you can bet your your bottom dollar that Japan is reinforced. If anything came anywhere close that they thought was was uh, you know somewhat dangerous, it'd be blown out of the sky. Douglas, we got to run, Todd. Thanks for the call. Uh, and uh, again, DouglasJamesCottrell.com, the website. Congrats on the new uh, documentary, and uh, people can can get a sneak peek there on the website. Thank you, Douglas, as always, my friend. My pleasure. Always a pleasure to be on your show. God bless you. All right. Ian, thank you. Albert and uh, Ryan, thank you all. Back next week, Jonathan Kahn, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Paradigm, the new book for the full two hours. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night.